Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, it's uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. Uh, Tony Colombo on vacation. So Chad Ellis, our executive producer, and myself are going to hang out and uh, take care of business this week. That was the voice of Trace Atkins, by the way, who performed phenomenally at the Republican National Convention. That big old, big old deep voice and... Uh, yeah, when I when I had uh, hair, I kind of looked like it, but I was mistaken for him a, a little bit. But then, you know, I did the uh, I did the bald thing. But uh, it is it is Second Amendment and the Great Outdoors. That song is about fishing, and you got to look up Trace's new song because it is fantastic. Uh, this show is about your Second Amendment rights. It is about outdoor activities like fishing. We talk about a little bit of everything. And as Tony uh, continues his outdoor activities down at Disney World, because he is a huge Disney fan, him and his whole family, uh, they're down there. Uh, we figured we'd take the opportunity to uh, talk to a few guests that we haven't heard from ever and in a while. Uh, we got one recurring guest, but then as we start every show, we have Aaron Tarlow from uh, Southern Armory. And uh, Aaron, how are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you, Bo? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you're you're running splits, so you're running crazy. Uh, but uh, thanks for waking up to uh, to be a part of the show. And and really, I don't know if Tony ever thanks you, but I want to thank you for doing the heavy lifting as far as being a first responder, because it is a different world. Uh, the big story last week, um, you know, I, I actually took part in the uh, first ever peace march in downtown St. Louis, along with uh, Ann Dorn and uh, Kim Kowalski. And that uh, that march went from 18th and Olive down to Market and then over to the Civil Courts building where the statue for fallen police officers is. They did a, a you know, flower presentation and Dorn spoke, Kim Kowalski spoke. It was it was such a beautiful event. We had about two or three hundred people there. You know, the blues fire truck was there. It was it was great. We all drove away from that thinking, OK, I think we've made a change. And then later that night, two police officers were shot and one was killed. Officer Bohannon uh, died from his gunshot wound to his head. And so I'm thinking as a first responder like yourself, that was probably top of mind for you when that story came out. Yeah, we were actually working at the firehouse when, when we saw the news flash go across. And uh, he was actually an Oakville grad, uh, just like me from uh, I think 2009. His wife was an 08 grad. Wow, uh, sister, I didn't know that. Uh, an 07 and I'm an O three, so uh, uh, that was he's a wild. guy that d- tried to do it right. You know, had a nice family, uh, good church going man, and just trying to do the best for the St. Louis area. It was just it's just very sad because the irony was the peace march happened, and then that happens. It's like, well, what did we even do? What do we do the the peace march for then? 
you know, if, if nobody's paying attention. Right. Uh, I think that's exactly what it is. It's everybody's just kind of in their own echo chamber. And uh, just leave it at that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. And God rest his soul. And, uh, and you know, Backstoppers has uh, stepped up to uh, help his family as they do and have had to do so many times. You know, I do want to yeah. talk to you, Aaron, Great about uh, – I'm sorry, say it again. Great organization, by the way. Oh, it's phenomenal. They, they, they sadly have uh, been – uh, having to do the work, but yes, it is a great organization and great events that go along with that. Um, I do want to talk about a story that I saw on the Hill about Missouri lawmakers passing a bill, making it legal to give guns to kids without parents' permission. Uh, are you aware of this story? Nah, did they pass it? Well, did the governor sign it? Let's go with that. Well, uh, it says they passed the bill. I, I, I don't know for sure, but the GOP-controlled Missouri House on Tuesday, it, well, they advanced the bill that would make it legal to give guns to children without their parents' permission. And I think the, the spirit of it was if Grandma and Grandpa want to take little one out to go shooting, that it wouldn't be against the law. But there's other loopholes in this law uh, that maybe there is a crime being committed with a firearm and that firearm is given to a family member, possibly a child, so they avoid, so the criminal avoids uh, arrest or uh, felony conviction. Is that is that the gist of it, do you think? No, I, I find that pretty hard to believe. If the gun has been used in a crime, it's going to be evidence. It's not going to matter whose possession it's in. There is a current Missouri law on the books that says if you're going to give a firearm to anybody under the age of 18, you have to have the custodial parent's. Uh, permission and uh you know so if, you know grandpa or grandma wants to give you know granddaughter grandson first you know 22 rifle or 22 handgun or something you just need to make sure the parents are on board and it's just a responsibility thing at that point now if it's my mom giving my daughter a gun well it's, it's great it's phenomenal i'm gonna have no, no issues with it um so how, how old is your daughter she's just turned three Okay, so she does not own a firearm yet, although I've seen on YouTube some very young uh, kids, you know, uh, at the age of like five years old, uh, very, very professionally shooting an AR. They're, you know, they're, their dad and their mom are taking really good care to show them the right way to use a firearm. And as early as five years old, and this little girl that I saw in the video was just nailing, I mean, bullseye every, every time. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. Number one, spend, parents spending time with their kids. Number two, showing them how to, you know, you know, care for and, and respect a firearm. Yeah, and and so Piper goes to the gun range with me and uh, sits on the bench right next to me, and uh, she's got, um, you know, a couple twenty twos uh, that I like shooting. And, uh, you know, and with her, she just, she'll press the trigger two, three times and go, okay, Dad, I'm good. And <laughs> like, okay, that's it, really? All right, well. Well, yeah, but it's a start, though. You know, uh, we've heard oh, yeah. uh, Tim Shelzik uh, talk about, you know, bringing his kid out to the, the deer camp for two or three years before, you know, getting him involved in the actual hunt, uh, that it's it's pretty cool because they're just around the environment. They're just around it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, so you're still going to this, – this bill is not going to affect the fact that they've got to be 18 to buy a long gun, 21 for a handgun. That's federally set. Of course. Um, so, you know, I, I, I just, you know, find it kind of hard to, to believe anybody's going to give a, a little kid a gun 
here you go. Go play with that. That's just seems no, 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 no. Okay. Now you, you are the owner of a gun store in addition to all the other hats that you wear. Uh, let me ask you how, how young were you when you, uh, had your first firearm? Uh, uh, I remember going shooting with my grandfather probably when I was 10, 11, 12, we would go to the, we would go to meat shoots. Um, probably even maybe younger than that. I'd have to really think about it, but I remember 12 gauge being a little much to handle. So I was, I was pretty little, but remember going to the VFW and shooting, um, the meat shoots with a 12 gauge. And then I remember the first time I shot a handgun, uh, as well. So, um, you know, but I was, you know, probably just a few years older than Piper, you know, I was probably eight, seven, eight years old at the, at the, at the at the earliest. So. Wow. Well, I, I, I remember at seven years old uh, when my, my dad and mom were divorcing, my dad gave me a BB gun, a Daisy BB gun. And that, he said, you're, you're the man of the house. You got to protect these, you know, these, these girls. And I was like, Oh, what really? What? Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I remember, I remember getting a BB gun in like sixth grade, a little, uh, little, it was a handgun. You had to cock it manually. And then it accepted, uh, pellets, BBs and darts. And I remember right. just going out and shooting paper targets in the backyard. And I was just like, this is great. You know, this is not like the CO2 powered ones they have, they have today. So oh, yeah, they're pretty crossman. serious. Yeah, it was an old Crossman pistol. I've still got it, actually. That's so. very cool. Well, hey, uh, tell us what's going on at Southern Armory. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got a, a, lot, a lot of show to put in here, but uh, what, what are you guys doing? How's things over at the store? Well, uh, we've got ammo. Uh, that is starting to come in pretty regularly with our manufacturers. Uh, our AR manufacturer that we picked up is just killing it. Uh, they send us about 10 guns uh, every week, and we're just oh, wow. super thrilled. And uh, Jess is like, they're, now that kind of the word is out uh, that we've got them, uh, they are, they're selling out. She got in um, a bunch within a couple of days. She was down to one. And she's like, I had to order 10 more. And I'm like, well, well it took like two days. And she's like, oh, it was more like a day and a half. I was like, nice. two days, day and a half, potato, potato. So uh, if you want a, just an absolute amazing rifle made in the USA, uh, you know, come check it out. It comes with two 30-round magazines. Most of your manufacturers only give you one. And we've gotten a few different versions of it in uh, with just, you know, varying degrees of, uh, of parts on it. So they're just a just a solid rifle they're 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 milled basically to match upper and lower so the tight and finishes uh the 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 fit is just really tight and the finish is just amazing so uh, i'm super impressed with them and uh probably be one of my next rifles um uh in a in a, in a probably a 300 blackout that's been the caliber i've been playing with here uh, a lot and i really i really like it and especially when you suppress it uh, okay. Well, if you want to, if you want to buy it, if you want to buy it before uh, before Aaron buys it uh, from the store, you need yeah. to go over to Southern Armory. Uh, you're in the Crestwood area. Tell them where it's at. Yeah. So we're at 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44. You can check us out, check us out on the social medias, Southern Armory uh, on the socials, and SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. <laughs> I was waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> all right, Aaron, have a good week, buddy. We'll talk to you next week, all right? 
talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Thank you, sir. It is Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. Tony Colombo on vacation, but headed back to St. Louis very soon. But I definitely wanted to put in uh, a plug because we got an outdoor event that's going to be happening. And it's an annual event that uh, Tony will be at. Actually, his buddy uh, uh, Chris Arps will be alongside him. It seems like they're, uh, you know, a duo you can't separate. Uh, but we've got Linda Lipka from the Taste in Ferguson. It's coming up next weekend, the September 13th. And so we wanted to get you on the phone to find out what this event is about because I don't know about this event and we need to get the word out. So I'm thinking it's food related. Yes. Linda, how are you? Good. Uh, talk yeah, to I... me about the, t- talk to me about this event. Is this to feature restaurants in the area? Tell me what you got going on. So this is our eighth annual year, and in the years past, it's been a food competition, and it's had a festival atmosphere of bringing community together. Um, this year with COVID, of course, we had to rethink. And so what we created to keep our event alive, because the premise of our event is to raise funds so that we can give scholarships. Um, my partners in this event are Bob and Peggy McGartland, and we do this in honor of our children. So they lost their son. I lost my daughter, and we give scholarships in memorial of our children. So this is how we raise the money to give those scholarships. They give to parochial education. I give to high school seniors to achieve their college dreams. And then um, this event, as I said, has been growing. So in a matter of keeping it alive, making sure that we can still provide for these kids, we rebranded, recreated our event. So what we've done is uh, we have taken this opportunity to – recreate the event in a manner that allows us to support the restaurants in a time when they definitely need our support as well as you know paying them back for all the years they've supported us because they've pretty much donated their food in the years past this year we are buying we are buying the food directly from them so when a guest buys a ticket they know that they are financially supporting these restaurants um, as well as the students that the scholarships go to so we've got 13 restaurants involved we are going to have this awesome box full of food. So what you do is you buy your ticket online. You come on September 13th. You drive through the parking lot of the Savoy Banquet Center at 119 South Florissant Road in Ferguson. Okay. And we hand you the box of food, and you open it up, and there's all these samples individually packaged from all these different restaurants that you get to sit down with and enjoy every bit of it. We now, have it's a drive through it's a drive through pickup, but can people stay near the event and enjoy the food or do they need to take it home? Well, so the thing about that is they pretty much need to take it home. But if you buy a VIP ticket, um, we have a VIP experience and we only have 50 tickets available due to COVID. Um, oh. So what we're doing there is it's one hundred and twenty five dollars for that ticket. You arrive at 3 o'clock, and that ticket includes two reserved parking spots. So you have a spot for your car and a spot for yourself to get out and sit in a chair. Okay. Um, and then you have the uh, you get to sit there, and you get to enjoy uh, a concert. So we're going to have Rhoda G, who is a professional jazz saxophonist, and another sex, uh, I'm sorry, another jazz group called Sextro. And they're going to be performing live music. So you get to sit back in your chair. Hopefully you brought one. And you're enjoying your <laughs> Bring your chair. <laughs> right. You will we'll curbside deliver the food to you, and then you will enjoy your fu- food, enjoy the live music, and then we have uh, an open bar included in that price. So we will deliver beer, wine, soda, and water to you. So, And then your VIP box of food has exclusive swag that we've created just for those ticket holders. 
Wow, so that's fantastic. Just, yeah, and then so our our sampler box, which is the first level, is thirty five dollars, and that has all the great food in there. Our second level is our sampler plus, and that's thirty five dollars plus some really cool swag. Um, then we have our VIP experience, as I said, is one hundred and twenty five dollars. And right now, one of our sponsors is challenging the first. 30 tickets sold, they will donate an additional $50 to the scholarship fund for each ticket sold. So we encourage people to do that. And you can buy these tickets online at uh, www.thetasteinferguson.com. And then you can also go on social media. We have a lot of presence right now on Facebook and Instagram. So we're real pleased with all of that. Um, So we encourage people to go out there and buy their tickets. And the thing that's super important to keep in mind is because we're buying the food from our vendors and we are ordering it, so to speak, we have to cut off our ticket sales at midnight Thursday, September 10th, because we got to be fair to those restaurants and get them the orders and give them time to create that awesome food. So we want to really let people know you have from now till midnight, September 10th to go online and get your tickets purchased. And okay. one other thing I want to tell you, uh, so I, I don't know if I mentioned the prices. The main, the first box is $35, the second is 50 the VIP is 125 But we're also doing something else that's pretty cool. We want to acknowledge our heroes. So we have a hero box. So if you purchase a hero box, which is the sampler, the $35 version, you will then be able to tell us if you want us to deliver it to a police department, a fire department, or a hospital. And I saw that on your website. Get get your box or give a box. I love that plan. Uh, we are running out of time, Linda. I don't mean to uh, cut you off, but uh, for those of you that are looking for uh, dinner plans for Sunday, September 13th, between 4 and 6, uh, you got to go before Thursday to the thetasteinferguson.com, and uh, you'll see uh, you'll see Tony Colombo and Chris Arps out at the event. Linda Lipka, good luck with your mission on raising money for those scholarships. We do appreciate your time. Thank you, and I appreciate you letting us tell you about our event. We're super Absolutely. excited. Absolutely. It. it sounds delicious. This is Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. We've got, uh, we've got uh, uh, a special guest coming up. She's a recurring member on uh, Second Amendment Radio, and I just recently found out she is uh, legit. She is Megan Turnbow. She's an NRA instructor. Coming up next on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. Tony Colombo continues his vacation. He'll be back here uh, next week, I'm sure, because uh, there's so much going on. We can't live without him. Uh, thanks to uh, executive producer Chad Ellis for uh, doing what he does best, picking out fantastic music. Uh, Trace Atkins again there. Uh, we, yeah, we do kind of have a theme going. Trace Atkins is just a great, a great country boy. Uh, Chad, you're doing a good job. Are you enjoying the music? That's the question. Actually, I am. Uh, I found I found a, a weird little niche to country music because of the storytelling, and I am very much so uh, a storytelling kind of person when it comes to music. So everything 
that I listen to, I kind of need it to have substance Funny. and to say real words. <laughs> okay, expect your phone to be blown up because I have all these songs populated in my head just on what you said. You love storytelling? I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> um, it is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, and uh, I want to thank Aaron Tarlow for being on the show, Linda Lipka so far, and of course, if you missed any portion of the program or you want to share this program, please share it, uh, share the podcast because uh, we put out the podcast of uh, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors on Fridays, and uh, if not, maybe uh, moments before that. And then we also do a podcast exclusive that is exclusive on Mondays. But uh, so I got to thinking last night, in the world that we're living in, it is just crazy. Uh, and we just, you know, sometimes you don't know what to believe. So, you know, everybody has to really uh, decipher what is and discern what is truth and what is not. And uh, so I got to thinking about people that are in their isolation situation, okay? There's a lot of single people, males and females, a lot of single mothers out there. And it got me to thinking about how many single moms carry a concealed uh, a concealed weapons uh, permit or have they gone to training or do they believe in firearms? And immediately my mind went to a guest that has been on before, Megan Turnbow. Uh, I've only known as a big game hunter for so long and she's always been my go-to when I had questions. Megan, welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. How how are you? I'm terrific. Thanks for having me back. What uh, was amazing is I, I simply text the words last night, are you a CCW kind of girl? And you said, now, Bo, you know that I'm an NRA instructor. I did not know that. And you definitely have your CCW. Um, so how often are you doing classes in this in this time frame? Are you doing any classes? Actually, right now, I haven't done a class in a long time. I used to um, do classes with Sheriff Marshak um, out in Jefferson County, and um, hopefully we'll get those um, started back up soon. But he's pretty busy with uh, everything he's doing as he's sheriff. However, um, I've had my CCW permit since the beginning of uh, time when it was allowed in Missouri. So I'm very... And about what era was that, do you think? Um, gosh, about I'm trying a, to think. Probably. Well, you know 15, what? Let's take it, let's, sixteen years ago. I don't know. Let's take the the question further because I asked Aaron Tarlow earlier in the program. At what age did you fire your first firearm? Oh my goodness! I was probably five or six years old, to be honest with you. I've been in the outdoors uh, all my life. My dad and family always had uh, firearms, uh, rifles, pistols, shotguns. So. I started out at a very young age. I, uh, I It always intrigues me to find out because it sounded like you had a family, a village around you to show you how to do it properly, how to respect uh, firearms. Um, so do you, do you have people that talk to you or ask you, or even in classes you've held before, uh, maybe single moms that have never, never ha held a firearm, but in the, the headlines that we see are worried. They want to protect their family. Number one, safety, uh, to keep the uh, firearm you know locked up and safe until you need it. Uh, do you get those kind of questions from the from your circle? Actually, I get it all the time, um, Bo. And what I do with uh, with women specifically is we'll go to a range. There, there's some places around St. Louis, like the range off of Manchester Road, that offer classes specifically for women who've never shot before. I like doing those with women that haven't done that before because they can train them. I can assist while they're shooting, and it gives a lot of good information. I'm also um, a member 
of Top Gun in Arnold, and um, that's and a great place. It, it, it is a great place, and I'm always available to answer questions with regards to firearms because it's really nothing to mess with. To be honest with you, it's a firearm. It shoots bullets. You can hurt somebody, kill somebody with that. However, yeah. um, with with um, the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's my right to be able to carry um, a firearm, and I choose to do so, especially right now with all of the, um, I don't know, all of the, all of the craziness going on with the world, with um, the the people protesting, and just the the violence increase that we've seen lately, and me being single as well, I definitely want to be able to um, defend myself if something happens. A point that I want to make, Megan, uh, Megan Turnbow is our guest. Uh, she's an NRA instructor. Um, she's held classes, many classes, works with the Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak. Um, it, it's not impossible. Now, you had a, uh, the exception of you had a village of, of family and friends that, you know, you, ra- you were raised around guns, so you were very comfortable early on because you learned to respect them and you learned to fear them. Right. It isn't impossible for somebody that's never held a gun before. A couple of weeks ago, we had a buddy of mine on, never owned a gun at 62 years old, went to a CCW class. It is not impossible to think, oh, well, I didn't grow up around it. I can't get one. You can be trained correctly, can't you? Oh, absolutely. And just because you have the CCW permit doesn't mean you know how to properly secure clean and work work a firearm you need to practice it just like anything else if you're in baseball you need to practice it if you're in volleyball you need to practice it hunting whatever it may be cooking anything yeah right you have to practice and you have to learn correctly so just because you have the ccw doesn't mean that oh my gosh i can carry a concealed and firearm and know how to use it so my recommendation ladies um and i'll be happy to get a class together if needed if people are interested even one-on-one classes um learn how to work work it and know what firearm feels good in your hand and you feel comfortable with it because you need to be able to take that firearm out wherever it may be and be able to fire it quickly if needed to protect you so you're not a victim or your children as well so my and and that goes for men too you and and i I do want to point out yes this conversation is two two women primarily but also men because let me tell you you are better off as being safe by using and going to a ccw class with an nra and instructor like Megan, because when I took my now wife, uh, when we were dating, I took her out shooting and I was just so excited that she had any interest and she had never shot a gun in her life. I was not an instructor. I was just excited about the fact that she wanted to do something with me, uh, that I had an interest in. And you know what? It was a 357 Magnum. I didn't even think about <laughs> ear protection. I was so excited. Her ears right. rang for two weeks. Oh, so it's something, it's something simple like that. Right. And it's a 357 Magnum. I would never have somebody start off with a 357 Magnum because that could scare them off. So I always start with like a 22 because it doesn't right. kick. You can learn how to aim it and shoot it without it kicking. It's, it, it's easy to load, unload. Um, so I always start out there. Then I'll go up to like a 380 than a nine millimeter. And I'll do that for males and females because you don't know 
their background. You don't know how comfortable they'll feel with, with holding that um, a firearm in their hands. It's not a weapon until yeah. you utilize it. Um, so I always do that. And I'm actually taking one of my friends who hasn't um, ever shot a gun before, um, taking him Saturday to, to teach him as well. But my, my suggestion is go to a range that has different types of firearms like Top Gun. You can, you can hold it, feel it, shoot it, and figure out which one feels good in your hand. And, and that should be the one that um, you would want to do for a carry and conceal. I don't recommend a 22. I recommend 380, 9 millimeter or higher just for the knockdown power. Um, yeah, because the rangers, they, 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 will, they will rent you the gun, correct? Absolutely, they will. They'll like yeah, yeah. with my membership. I don't have to rent them; I get them. But I do have to pay for the ammo that I utilize with it. But um, yeah, go to go to a place like Top Gun. Put the gun in your hand, shoot it, see if it feels good. But remember, you have to wear eye protection and ear protection. Please remember that. Really? Um, Hold on. Let me write yeah. that note down here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bo. I felt. I felt so. Wife. I know. I felt so bad, and but we are still together. I mean, that wasn't a deal breaker, thank goodness. Uh, but but uh, I, I didn't know you at that point, I guess, or I didn't have your number. Um, right. You know what, Megan? Megan Turnbow, thank you so much. I have mad respect for your skills. Um, are are you making it through? Everything okay with uh, the isolation? Are you going nuts? You know, you mentioned the world is crazy. I believe that the the world is vibrating with all this uncertainty. And I think that Agreed. that's why I choose to carry as well, because you don't know when somebody's going to snap in front of you. Well, and that's the truth. And it'll be at the least, you know, places you expect it. I mean, it's happened in movie theaters. It's happened. It happens in stores. It happens outside. Sure. You really don't know. So um, having um, having your carrying concealed for me is very important, and and you'll get used to it. It's just like an everyday thing now, um, and I don't I certainly don't want to be the victim. And and for the single women out there, or not, if you have children, um, to be able to protect your your children is what you want to do. But please learn safety and know how to um, put your gun up at night and where the children don't get it, and just yeah. learn learn the basics. And learn them well. And know what to ex- and know what to expect from it. Well, Megan Turnbow, thank you so much for your time on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We will talk again soon, okay? My pleasure. Thank you, Bo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Awesome. Okay, the uh, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, this segment brought to you by Razorback Armory, your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They've been in business a long time. They know what they're talking about. Heck, they probably know Megan, and they want to know you as well. On Manchester Road, half-mile east of 270 on Manchester, you tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. We've got more of Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors coming up next. It is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. Tony Colombo's on vacation, but Chad Ellis, the executive producer, and myself are making it happen. And I just heard a story. I, actually, I just met a guy a couple of weeks ago, and then I heard a story last night about his daughter. 
and it's in regards to firearms. Now, we just talked to Megan Turnbow. Uh, she said she was, you know, very young, but she had a, a group of uh, family and friends that were all about firearms. So she grew up with them very safely as well. I want to welcome Sean Daniels to uh, the show because Sean's daughter uh, was very familiar with firearms at a young age, so much so that it, uh, it, it was an experience that she had at, I believe it was school, that she really showed her skills when it came to firearms. Sean, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, sir. Oh, it's great to talk with you and be on the station today. You have got a lot of pride when you talk about your daughter. She is a uh, St. Louis uh, County police officer now, but take me back to that, uh, to when she was growing up. You're all about well, firearms. You showed her how to do it right. Sure. Well, many, many, many years ago, my daughter's now 23, uh, back when she was very young, uh, I was around firearms uh, all my life and uh, had uh, wonderful parents who allowed me to basically get a super nice collection. We did a lot of shooting, uh, gunsmithing, reloading, uh, did a lot of competition shooting uh, back in the day. Uh, I had uh, three children. Um, unfortunately, my oldest one uh, no longer with us. He passed away in February of last year. But Mike was a, a fanatic, loved to shoot, loved, uh, loved the shooting sports. Um, my daughter loved it. And I was a uh, federally licensed firearms dealer for a number of years back in the 80s and 90s. And um, I put some stuff away for the, uh, for the children. And uh, my daughter got her first experience uh, going out to the property we have uh, and doing some target shooting, which she absolutely loved. Uh, About what age was she, do you think? Pardon me? About how old was she? About how oh, old was she? Lizzie was probably, uh, I would say, nine, 10. I'd say 10. I would say 10 years old. Okay. She'd been around this stuff, but to where she really, we felt comfortable where she'd be able to get out and handle something small. And um, Okay. We took out, uh, uh, it was a little Winchester lever action 22, and she really showed a lot of enjoyment and became very, very, very good um, with the shooting, in the shooting sports. Uh, she had extremely excellent vision. I mean, she was just um, putting, basically putting the rounds through uh, the, the, the same hole in the target, and I was very impressed. Wow. Um, yeah, she was very, very good. I was very proud of her. And as she got older, we worked our way up, and uh, Liz loved shooting anything. Uh, when she got in her mid-teen years, uh, it was not uh, uncommon for her to say, Dad, take the old M1 Garand out, or can you take the Springfield out? Or, <laughs> uh, I mean, we had some uh, – the biggest one we had was a uh, Winchester uh, a 375 Holland, Holland Magnum. And uh, she says, Dad, I want to shoot the 375. Love shooting the 45, the 44 Magnum. I mean, this gal was not afraid of anything. Would sit there and rack off round after round after round of 12 gauge with double lot buck coming out the barrel. I mean, you know, that's a heavy wow. load. She loved it and was not afraid of it. She respected it, but uh, she was very, very good. And um, as so, she tell me older, about the she... story that I just heard about uh, about sure. her with the uh, the law enforcement. Well, when she was in high school, and I believe this was her, it was either her junior or senior year, um, she had the opportunity to go with, uh, I think, four or five other students down to the FBI building here in St. Louis. And she went down there uh, just to see what it was all about. And uh, the one of the agents was showing him, you know, the, 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 uh, the lab down there and then taking him into the gun room where they had all uh, the, the firearms in there. And he took a uh, Thompson submachine gun. It was a uh, 1928A1 model, I believe. And he says, uh, who knows what this is? And my, my daughter says, oh, that's a Thompson submachine gun. And, and he kind of <laughs> looked and he says, oh, okay. That's, that's, he says, uh, 
uh, that's great, you know. And, and he says, uh, you know, do you know much about it? She says, well, you know, it shoots the forty-five uh, caliber, the automatic pistol cartridge. And he says, well, <laughs> does anybody know why they call it a submachine gun? And, of course, my daughter being around me, she says, well, it doesn't fire a rifle cartridge. It fires a subcaliber or a pistol cartridge. Well, they just kind of hit it off, and it's showing her, like, some of the uh, the AR-15s that they carry, the M4 models and stuff, and she knew. And he was just so impressed that when this was over, um, she was talking with him, and she had her picture taken with an FBI, like a windbreaker, and she's holding the Thompson. And she still has it in her room. And I, every time I look wow. at it, I just think, this is great. You know, that, she really was interested in law enforcement prior to that, but this really got her, uh, got her revved up. And, uh, got her hooked, yeah. Really nice. And so her trajectory is that she has now become, at 23, uh, a county uh, police officer, St. Louis County, and uh, is, as, as a father, and you're, you and your wife, are, uh, when we see the headlines today, you know she has the skill set. She is going to be as safe as possible in this crazy world we're living in. How does it feel to be parents of a police officer today? Well, you know, it's, I have a lot of respect for her. Uh, we do a lot of praying, both my wife and I and, and our family. Um, this is something that she wanted to do. And um, she did four years at Southeast Missouri State in Cape Girardeau in criminal justice and went through the uh, police academy uh, down there last year. And um, when this all ended in December, when she graduated from the academy, uh, she contacted uh, St. Louis County and arranged for an interview. And they were extremely impressed with her, uh, impressed with her grades. And they offered her a job, and uh, she was uh, pinned on April 10th of uh, this year. Um, wow. It was a great, great deal. We got to meet the new uh, police chief, Mary Barton, and um, just she seems like a real great gal, very tough, and it's a tough job. But uh, both my wife and I are uh, 100% behind her uh, every time she leaves for work, and she's actually working today through Sunday. So they work four 10-hour days. Uh, my wife always says, we'll see you tonight, be safe. And Dad always says the same thing he's always said, watch their hands and never turn your back on anyone. <laughs> and I say wow. repeatedly every time she leaves, if, if I'm here, um, it is, you know, you, you wonder uh, how everything is going to go. Of and course. Pray that they come home. Um, we had an issue this past weekend, Saturday, where we lost the officer in, in the city. Oh, and uh, yeah. nobody wants to get that call. Uh, his father uh, was interviewed. I didn't see it. I do not know how his father was able to talk after dealing with that loss. I, I, I just, that was awful. And that's the one thing that, you know, I hope we never get. But uh, of I will say that uh, she's had a wonderful experience. The uh, officers uh, and uh, individuals she works with uh, are fantastic. Uh, she has such respect for them. She loves her job. She looks forward to going every day. And um, it's, 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 it's great. She wants to help. She wants to serve. Uh, she wants to help those out there that are in need. And I could tell you stories. Uh, it would take more than this radio show of just in her short, what, six, seven months, uh, of people yeah. that well, and, and assisted. And Sean, Sean Daniels is the father of a St. Louis County police officer, Liz. And, and I've got to ask you, uh, because she's so new to the department, is there any kind of, uh, you know, uh, rookie uh, pranks that, uh, that the other cops pull on? Has she talked about any of that stuff, or has she just been uh, part of the team? Has she She's moved up, you know, from the farm team to the pros. Now she's part of this team. There's no initiation 
crap that goes on. It's it's just there. She's now part of their team. No, she's basically part of the team. Uh, she was with a field train officer from her uh, first day on duty, um, and she did serve time in another uh, uh, another district. Uh, she was in she's in the fourth, but she was actually up in the the second, which went up more north, up towards the airport. Um, she's had a great time. They spoke very highly of her. She was very professional. Uh, again, she just, uh, she, she loves the job. There was no real, uh, uh, besides, uh, you know, just, you know, and they basically at first, you know, you just kind of watch. And then I guess basically it was almost within the first week, I believe she was driving, uh, the vehicle. She was walking up and doing the stops. And of course her right. FTO field train officer was watching to make sure everything was right. Uh, the kind of neat thing was, um, her first day by herself uh, was last month. It was August 3rd, and it just happened that way. That was her big brother who's no longer with us. That was would have been his 29th birthday, and uh, oh that my was her goodness. first day by herself. And how that happened, I think we had some help from upstairs. I think her brother may have I think, I, th- I think she's got a good guardian angel with her, uh, Bo. I really do. I, uh, I would agree. And we, we will we will keep Liz in our prayers for sure. My wife and I say our prayers every night and our first responders and law enforcement and our military are always in there. Uh, Sean Daniels, a a new friend and a fast friend of mine. Uh, We're going to keep him on for the second amendment radio on the great outdoors podcast exclusive, which will be launched uh, and put out there on Monday. Uh, But uh, he's a gun guy. So we're going to talk guns in the podcast exclusive. And I don't want you to miss that. Tony will, uh, Tony Colombo will be back for vacation and joining the program with us next week. So on behalf of Chad Ellis, our executive producer. My name is Bo Matthews. I hope you have a great week. Be safe. This is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.